Welcome to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. I'm June Grosso. Every day we bring you insight and analysis into the most important legal news of the day. You can find more episodes of the Bloomberg Law Podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com podcasts. The Supreme Court has agreed to rule on President Trump's third travel ban. The administration is appealing a decision of the Ninth Circuit that said Trump overstepped his authority by restricting entry into the country by people from six mostly Muslim countries. Joining me is David Beer, immigration policy analyst at the Cato Institute. David, the Supreme Court has considered earlier versions of the travel ban. Tell us what it did. Well, it it really decided not to hear those cases because of the fact that uh, the Trump administration changed the executive order um, on multiple occasions. And so on each uh, occasion in which it uh, amended that original executive order that came out in January uh, that caused so much disruption at airports, uh, it replaced that with a new one in March, and then it replaced that one again in September. So uh, when it replaced that final one in, in September, it decided not to rule on those early cases that were decided in lower courts based on the original proposal. It it did agree to let the travel ban in its current state take full effect as the case moves forward? That's correct. So the with respect to this initial this uh, final version, uh, it did allow this uh, version to go into effect uh, in December, and it's uh, currently being implemented by the administration while it uh, hears arguments on the case. So, what are the claims of the administration? Well, the administration claims that this is a perfectly legal exercise of authority granted to it by Congress through the Immigration and Nationality Act that has been around since 1952 and that many uh, presidents in the past have uh, done similar actions to bar um, certain uh, immigrants from coming to the United States or certain foreign travelers from entering the country. And what are the claims of the challengers? Well, the challengers argue that this is motivated by, uh, in part, by uh, the president's animus against Muslims. And, uh, you know, he had on repeated occasions during his campaign stated a desire to ban Muslims from coming to the United States, and he specifically tied this proposal of barring certain uh, travelers from certain regions of the country to that original uh, Muslim ban proposal. And so uh, their argument is that this violates the First Amendment of the Constitution that protects uh, Americans uh, and really even foreigners from the exercise of government power in a way to promote a certain religion or disadvantage a certain religion. Along with that, the challengers assert that he's violating the immigration laws in multiple ways. In one way, the the laws ban him discriminating against immigrants based on where they were born or uh, where they live or based on their nationality, which this uh, ban clearly does. And the the last assertion that the challengers make is that it uh, exceeds the authority even granted by Congress to the president to ban certain uh, uh, certain categories of people because he did not make a sufficient finding that they would be detrimental to the country. Uh, he just kind of uh, 
put out this order without enough justification. David, I believe that only two justices dissented when the Supreme Court decided in December to let the travel ban take full effect as the case moves forward. Is that a sign that the court will be likely to uphold the travel ban? I would argue that it absolutely is a sign of the direction that the court is leaning. Um, They actually issued that order before the lower court, the appeals courts, had uh, made their rulings on the issue. And so to intervene to allow this uh, order to go into effect even before they have heard arguments on it or even before the appeals courts have heard arguments on it certainly implies that they are quite receptive to the arguments that the government is making in this case. And although the the appeals court did not reach the issue of whether this travel ban discriminates against Muslims and violates the Constitution in that way, but the Supreme Court is going to consider it. Is that unusual to go outside the appeals court decision? Uh, no, not not really. Um, in the case of uh, uh, the other immig- big immigration case that came before the court under the Obama administration, they uh, urged the parties to um, consider the constitutional ramifications of the um, uh, Obama administration's moves on immigration, even though the lower courts did not consider uh, that argument. And so uh, it's not unusual for the courts to, uh, you know, tell the the parties that they want to hear arguments on a certain issue that uh, has not so far been determined. And and I would note that the Fourth Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals is still hearing a case uh, related to this travel ban, and in prior versions it is found that the order does uh, violate the First Amendment of the Constitution and the the Establishment Clause of the Constitution. So in about uh, 45 seconds here, what happened then is that going to be folded into this case in some way or just this decision will determine what that decision is well it depends on when we hear from the fourth circuit but uh, it could be uh, folded into this case it depends on what the supreme court does how quickly they act and how quickly the the appeals court acts and um, so we expect that there will be a decision in this case when the court leaves in june then That's right. So they're going to hear arguments in April, and then in June they will issue a final decision, and we'll finally get some clarity on on the powers of the president when it comes to immigration. Well, David, you have been here through all the travel bans, and we appreciate it. That's David Beer. He is an immigration policy analyst at the Cato Institute. Thanks for listening to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. You can subscribe and listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcasts. I'm June Grosso. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg.